This is the Relish Podcast with Kate Stevenson for Diamond Celebrations, food for all occasions, and Armstrong Green, the destination of a lifelong holiday. Well, hello again. I'm Kate Stevenson, so you must be listening to the podcast version of Relish, a show that airs each Saturday morning on Melbourne's Easy Music 3MP. This week on the show... Not satisfied with an olive grove, restaurant, winery, distillery and cellar door, the team at Pietro Gallus have now added a fabulous grappa tasting bar to their arsenal. I'll chat to co-owner Anna Gallo and master distiller Nathan Rigby about what we can look forward to when we can finally visit their Warrandyte oasis. Plus, there's nothing like making your passion your profession or at least a seriously good side hustle. I'll chat to the woman behind the Garden Street Gin Club about how she and her partner turned a love for gin into a business sharing the best of it with the rest of us. And of course, we'll talk this week in food. There'll be some food news, dining and drinking tips from me. All that is coming up thanks to Diamond Celebrations, Food for All Occasions and Armstrong Green, the destination of a lifelong holiday on Easy Music 3MP. At Easy Music 3MP, you can relax with all your favourites. and favourites. We'll 1377am and Stereo DAB. Melbourne's Easy Music 3MP. You're listening to Relish and what I love about this city and our attitude to lockdown is that we try not to let it hold us back. It's quite the opposite for some, like the team at Pietro Gallus Estate, who seem to have spent their lockdown building a beautiful new grappa tasting bar at their Warrandyte Winery and Distillery. Joining me now, Anna Gallo, co-owner of Pietro Gallus and Nathan Rigby, master distiller. Good morning. And Anna, you have a stunning winery out there, the distillery and that gorgeous restaurant, Olivinia. It sounds like your own little piece of Italy. It is, Kate, Um, and that was the whole idea when my husband and I created it. It was about creating our own Italian escape for people to visit and fall in love with, creating memories with people who, you know, who matter most in your life. What came first for you guys? Was it the wines or the grappa? It was actually the, the, um, the wines. We planted the vineyard. It's a very small vineyard and that was planted some 20 years ago now along with the olive grove. Uh, they were planted at the same time. So I don't know if you know, Kate, but we actually make our own extra virgin olive oil um, and have been for quite some time and that's what we serve in the restaurant. So the actual property is home to the Olivinia restaurant um, and it has a, a, a Pietro Gallus distillery uh, which we produce all our liqueurs and our grappas and we also have winemaking on the property as well. So you've got your triple threat. Now, Nathan, head distiller, master distiller, the grappa, I'm really sorry. I don't know much about it. I thought it was just one type of rocket fuel and I looked at the website and you guys are, are making a whole range of things. What is it and how do you make it? Now, now, it's definitely not rocket fuel. Okay, so grappa is purely, it's just the distillation of the grape skins which have been, had the juice pressed out to make wine. Um, traditionally, most people's exposure to grappa is 
sorry to say, but it's usually out of the back shed of someone's um, <laughs> grandpa's, um, you know, friend's grandpa, and it's quite often compromised in quality. But it's it's it, it's a it's a beautiful spirit when it's made made properly. So my job as a distiller is to capture the the aromatics and the flavors which are left in the grape skins after the juice is pressed out. And if you do it properly, it's a it's a fantastic spirit and it looks like you are using different types of grapes to use yours do you get you know sort of much differences in the flavor profiles if you do it correctly you do which is something that we're focused on bigger traditional um, grappa distilleries in italy for instance they'll just group all their grapes and that's they the process that they use, they have to process it really, really hard, which means you don't get the character come out of the of the of the grape. Hence, they just mix all their grape varieties together. We've tailored our own approach here, which is ensuring maximum freshness of the grape without using any preservatives and chemicals. And which means we can distill it very lightly, uniquely. So it pulls out the actual aroma and the quality of the spirit. So we've got three single variety grappa products now, which is from Prosecco grape, Pinot Grigio grape, and also the Moscato grape. And they are all completely different in their flavor and aroma profile as well. And the Barbera. That's going to be our first grappa, uh, barrel-aged grappa, and it's, yeah, we're extremely excited about that. Our three releases at the moment are non-barrel-aged, but this new release we've got coming through, which is from the Barbera grape, our fourth grape variety, is, yeah, it's quite, it's, it's something else that's truly remarkable. I am chatting with Anna Gallo and Nathan Rigby from Pietro Gallus about their lockdown project, the construction of a stunning new grappa tasting bar. And Anna, I bet you can't wait to actually open it up to people. What is the setup? Well, it's a it's a beautiful tasting bar. It's seven and a half metres long, Kate. So it's uh, it's definitely a bar. It stands out, <laughs> and it's all about uh, my husband actually designed the bar and it's all about sharing the passion for grappa and to try and to change the public perception of the misunderstood spirit one tasting at a time. We come from our background being Italian heritage. We grew up with making, well, my father made grappa and John's father made grappa and so, yes, you know, it wasn't always exceptional um, but grappa made uh, right, like uh, Nathan explained before, is actually a beautiful spirit. And so when you're tasting grappa, like I know you would certainly taste spirits differently to the way you would wine. Is is there a, a way to taste it or, or even in terms of, you know, the three products you have, is there an order you should try them in? Uh, yes, there is. So we've actually created tasting flights um, and our flights are all named. So, you, you know, you will start off with Bassano, which is the northern part of Italy, which grappa is famous for. Um, and we've combined two grappas in that tasting and we finish off with chocolate which enhances and brings out the flavour of the actual uh, that particular grappa variety and then we go down to the Amalfi Coast and in that flight you'll you'll taste things like the Moscato grappa followed by Limoncello Classico and then there's a also a Limoncello uh, di Crema which is uh, something that we released only a few months ago um, before lockdown. Um, you know, that you'll go down to another flight and that will take you down to Calabria. Now, Calabria's flight will include uh, a cafe, uh, you know, grappa al cafe, along with uh, a chocolate liqueur and a licorizia. Now, licorizia is the licorice 
liqueur that we have been producing for quite some time and the licorice comes from that part of Italy uh, in Calabria and then we take you down to Sicily and Sicily will include things like our grappa di pino grigio with our um, the liqueur the arancia which Sicily is known well known for their oranges um, and so that one was dedicated to Sicily and then we're back to Warrandyte and the Warrandyte one is, is quite interesting because that includes our crossover gin, which is made with the Italian botanicals, the, yeah. the herbs, and the Australian botanical herbs. And so that is a, a, a beautiful gin. And we also have two vodkas um, included in that flight. And that one of them is a, a lemon myrtle vodka and the other one is, a, is an olive um, leaf vodka. And, um, and also includes a Moscato. We finish off with a Moscato Grappa. Amazing. Sound stunning. What I love is it means we can travel without travelling. Yeah, we're going to go all Perfect. through Italy without leaving Warrandyte. I love it. Nathan, I can hear the passion in Anna's voice for her heritage and for Italy. When you've produced these grappas or, you know, a beautiful limoncello, who's the person who has to give you the nod to say, yes, it's right? Is there someone you go to? Oh, it's, it's an involved process with it all here. It's actually, especially with our, our new gin and vodkas we made, it's a perfect um, combination of, of the Australian versus Italian lifestyles with our Australian natives and the, the Italian botanicals. But it's we love everything here, so it's, you know, we all go back and forth and find a, find a common ground, but it's... Um, well, John DiPietro definitely does you, gives you the tick of approval. Oh, definitely, John, yeah, definitely. <laughs> and I'm sure he would be very exact about it. Anna and Nathan, thank you so much. We know that people are dying to get out and about as soon as they can, so I know plenty of listeners will put a grappa tasting at Pietro Gallus and a meal at Olivinia on their list. Thank you both. Thank you, Kate. Thank you. Anna Gallo, co-owner, and Nathan Rigby, head distiller from Pietro Gallus Winery. Don't go anywhere, gin fans. Next, the couple who turned their passion for gin into a venture sharing the best of it with the rest of us. You're listening to Relish, celebrating the best in food, wine and travel thanks to Diamond Celebrations, Food for All Occasions and Armstrong Green, the destination of a lifelong holiday on Easy Music 3MP. This is the Relish Podcast with Kate Stevenson for Diamond Celebrations, food for all occasions, and Armstrong Green, the destination of a lifelong holiday. Easy Music 3MP, you're listening to Relish. Well, I'm a bit obsessed with the idea of people taking their passions and turning them into their professions, or at least a really decent side hustle. My next guest and her partner were passionate about gin and the breadth of distilleries producing great gin around the country and the world. And they turned that into something called the Garden Street Gin Club. Lauren Smith is co-founder of the Garden Street Gin Club. Good morning, Lauren. Morning, Kate. How are you? Yeah, good. So is that basically it? Is that where it started for Josh and yourself, just a real passion for gin? Yeah, it started when um, we were travelling around Europe and we were noticing all of these different bars and um, different places had these incredible gin menus. And we are um, really into our gin and we were just noticing that that was something that, that potentially wasn't happening in Australia as much. So, um, yeah, we wanted to bring that uh, huge gin culture over back over from Europe and, and into the Australian sort of market. Your timing was immaculate. So what is the Garden Street Gin Club? How does it work? Well, every month we produce um, a gin box. We feature a distillery from all across 
Australia. Uh, we have a full-size bottle of gin. We match it with some tonics and some garnish and a couple of snacks. Um, and then we produce this little magazine, which sort of brings the distillery into your own home. So it feels like you're, you've gone and, and visited the distillery and, and that you're sort of a part of something. And it, it, it brings a story alive. Gee, how funny, you know, you wouldn't have even foreseen that this was going to be so relevant at a time where we can't travel to see those distilleries. How do you find them? How do you sort of source the gins or decide what, what you're going to feature? It's a whole mix of things, really. We go to, well, when we could, we went to gin festivals um, and that's a really good way to see sort of gin distilleries. But a lot of the time um, the distilleries reach out to us or um, our members actually, they send in all their recommendations and, and um, they go off what they love and we, we try them out. We've got a whole sort of tasting panel now, all our team get involved and, and we just love um, trying all the different varieties and, and getting some, some really cool gin, gins out there. Well, it is about the full package because like you said, you put all those kind of accompaniments in. So as an example, what's in the October box? Ah, okay, so the October box is featuring um, Amber Chester Distillery, which is over in um, West Australia. Uh, they have just started um, and they've just uh, actually received two gold awards for their gin. It's a beautiful, beautiful spring gin. Nice. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's really refreshing and um, got a lot of citrus vibes. And so that's the main feature of the gin. And um, then you've got the uh, Fever Tree Elderflower Tonics, which is um, paired with sort of lime garnish and some nuts and some chocolate and a little bar spoon. Um, this month, we, every month we do a little gift and this month they feature sort of a little bar spoon um, that can, is part of like a whole cocktail set that you can collect throughout the, the months that you're part of Garden Street. And is it, you know, do people sign up, Lauren, and then they're getting gin for the next 62 years or can people sign up for a month or a couple of months? No, our memberships are completely flexible and that's the sort of the, the whole motivation behind it was only ever getting a gin that you wanted or a box that you wanted. So if you want just one box, you just sign up for one or if you want um, a whole subscription, then you can just get ongoing and you can get it bi-monthly or every three months. We'd, our aim is just to be as flexible as as everyone needs. Oh, I love that. Lauren, thank you. It's a brilliant idea. I love your passion. Um, it's a beautiful product when, arrive, when it arrives. I've seen the boxes, stunning design and lots of thought go into them. We'll encourage people to head to gardenstreet.com.au to order or try a box or subscribe and prepare for months of great gin. Thanks, Lauren. Oh, thank you, Kate. Lauren Smith, co-founder of Garden Street Gin Club. Stick around. This Week in Food is next. You're listening to Relish, celebrating the best in food, wine and travel thanks to Diamond Celebrations, Food for All Occasions and Armstrong Green, the destination of a lifelong holiday on Easy Music 3MP. This is the Relish Podcast with Kate Stevenson for Diamond Celebrations, Food for All Occasions and Armstrong Green, the destination of a lifelong holiday. Easy Music 3MP, you're listening to Relish and it's time for This Week in Food. Well, it's a virtual Say Cheese Festival at Paran Market this year, but hey, you still get to eat cheese and be entertained by some of Melbourne's most fabulous foodies. So basically, all the events are free to join, but you'll just need to invest in the relevant tasting or cook-along pack in order to really enjoy them. And delivery is available up to 15 k's from Paran Market. Events include a Victorian cheese tasting with Anthony Femia and Diana Chan, a cook-along with Karen Martini, and the famous Grilled Cheese International. But you'll need to order your at home pack by 5pm Monday. So head to Paran Market, 
www.sevelestates.com.au. I was lucky enough to enjoy one of Seville Estates at-home meals last weekend and it reminded me how much I love that joint. Yes, I love it as much for the light-filled dining room and stunning views, but I do also adore Chef Soren Thodgerson's sublime food and winemaker Dylan McMahon's wines. And at 120 bucks for three courses and a bottle of wine for two people, their at-home offering is brilliant value for the quality of the food and the ease with which you'll get it warmed and plated up to enjoy. Plus, they'll deliver within 50 k's of Seville Estate free. I think they're mad, but good on them for doing it. I highly recommend this one. Head to sevillestate.com.au. Next weekend's menu should be up on the website Monday. Over in Carlton North and with warmer weather approaching, the Fishmonger's Sun has launched some seriously fun and indulgent-looking specialty seafood packs. They're four premium boxes, from a lunch box with their colt prawn and cray rolls to a barbecue box with prawn skewers, salmon sausages, swordfish steaks and more, or an indulgent blini or oyster box. You can head to thefishmongerssun.com and order via email or click on Your Grocer. To do it online. And finally, we're really getting there in terms of the much talked about roadmap. So you will notice plenty of venues are starting to open up their bookings, usually from the 26th of October or the 5th of November. So you can start planning, you can get out there and support them by booking, but just do make sure you stick to your guns. No shows or late cancellations will be devastating for these guys when they're already limited to such small numbers of patrons. But that's it from me this week. Don't forget to email anytime relish at 3mp.com.au with feedback tips or your own food news. This has been Relish, celebrating the best in food, wine and travel thanks to Diamond Celebrations, Food for All Occasions and Armstrong Green, the destination of a lifelong holiday. Listen in next Saturday at 8am. Look for the next podcast at 3mp.com.au or download the 3MP app. Easy music, 3MP.